What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 452nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello, hello, hello. I have nothing interesting going on. How was your weekend? You don't ask us about our weekend anymore. I, mean, yeah. I don't think they've ever asked me how my weekend went. It's because when I, when I In introduce you. In the history you, of this show. When I introduce you, you always have this huge, something's happening, Rand. <laughs> no, that's, that's me. That's, that's me. Will. Will is here. I'm, I have some unfortunate news that oh. may may require me to resign from this program. <gasps> I have started playing Call of Duty. What? Why? Because yeah. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I've never felt so betrayed in my life. I I realized that. It was a spur of the <laughs> moment kind of, of crime of passion. Couldn't stop. Who Who brought you to this doorstep? Who do you think? That's it. That relationship is over. <laughs> you can't have my relationship. <laughs> I, I am ending it. Did the call of duty involve a refer a friend program? No. Oh, okay. That was going to be like a but transition into like. <laughs> it is. It is on discount. So. <laughs> That's like a refer a friend program. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tell sure. your friends exactly. about the discount. A, a friend of mine referred me to this game. Okay, we have some Pokemon <laughs> news for today, specifically some Pokemon Go news. Specifically, there's a refer-a-friend program coming to Pokemon Go, so we'll talk about that. And then there's some tournament stuff coming up with the Players' Cup 3. There's a Korean event happening, uh, and that's kind of all we got for today. So, not a terribly uh, busy week, but hey, sometimes we take those. Sometimes it's okay. I feel for the 25th anniversary. There's a huge gap of nothing happening. There should be something <laughs> happening every week. They should be capitalizing on 25 years, pumping out the content. Get get a they're, Katy Perry nah, song out there. Get, they're building the suspense is what they're doing. Get a BTS song out there. <laughs> you make us never forget this was 25 years. Sure. Let's, <laughs> let's uh, start off with the Pokemon Go news uh, this episode. Specifically with the invite your friends to enjoy Pokemon Go and earn rewards. This is off PokemonGoLive.com. This is Niantic's official news website. Uh, we are excited to announce a referral program coming soon to Pokemon Go. I think uh, if you're Australian, you're able to use it. They're, I saw that, yes. The, the beta testing country that is Australia. When you refer a friend to enjoy Go, whether it's their first time playing or returning after a break, they'll receive rewards like Pokemon encounters, rare candy, incubators, and more as they hit milestones on their adventure, and so will you. Like other features we've launched in the path, past, we will be turning the referral program over in time in order to make the process as exciting as possible. Trainers in Australia will be the first to try it. We hope you enjoy playing Pogo together. And then it shows a picture of uh, like a new trainer with a Charmander, and then another trainer with a Charizard. It's a very cute picture. So how do we feel about a referral program four and a half years into a game? <laughs> I mean, that is generally when they're like, ooh, we're not getting new players. Now it's time to ratchet up something. Well, to, to also, let's start mining, like bring people back into the cult, right? We've had <laughs> yeah. some some losses. Some people have have strayed from the pack, and we need to get them, rein them back in. Let's offer them some meager rewards. I literally can't think of a person that I know that I could convince to play Pokemon Go that isn't already playing Pokemon Go. 
Yeah, that seemed to be the general consensus was I have no one to invite playing the game uh, <laughs> that I that I saw. But so you you guys are just thinking of new people. What about people who have been idle, who haven't been playing for? Yeah, a while? it doesn't say that in this press release, but I think the Silk Road, when they data mined this, said that if the person didn't play for over 12 months or something, they would be able to be referred. But I was going to say, you know, I, I stream Pokemon every day on Twitch, and it, there's a shocking amount of people that just don't play Go. They either didn't have a phone at the time when it came out, which when Go really came out, if you didn't have a smartphone to play it, you kind of missed out on that whole craze, and then it died down, of course. And then you're like, oh, well, I missed it. Or they just didn't tr try it at all when it came out. So I think, I, think there's, I think there's still plenty of people that you can get. I am sure there is. Like, for example, I, I have no clue. Not that I like my brother, but <laughs> at one point, I'm sure he liked Pokemon because I, I know he played the games. But if I, if I did like my brother and he hasn't started playing, that would be a thing of like, hey, you should sign up. I bring up my brother because this is... This is this is Niantic isn't missing the mark on this. Lots of games enter a referral oh, no. friend program many years in, so it's not like they're tone deaf. This happens this all the time. Yeah. Uh, Destiny had a referral friend program three years into Destiny, and I was able to get a handful of people to play Destiny for the first time because the rewards were good. And you know, as somebody who is very addicted to Destiny, I was like, oh please, please, I want because you got exclusive rewards as the person who referred. So I, I think this is fine. I'd be curious what, how good the rewards become after they're done beta testing Australia. Yeah, yeah I will say that in classic Niantic slash Pokemon Go fashion, their timing on this is completely off. <laughs> yeah. And, because literally, I could have referred your wife and gotten a bunch of prizes because yep. she hasn't touched Pokemon right. Go in forever except for the Kanto Tour, which happened last month and wrecked all these people who mm -hmm. are like, I haven't touched Go in years, but man, I can, I can 151 it and get back in. Well, now all those people are wiped out. No, no longer options for me. My wife's an interesting Go player. She, there's plenty of Pokemon. <laughs> she that... only plays when you make her. That is not I true. Could... I could have a built-in. My husband used to play. I could probably refer him. There you go. You need there to do things. I'm the only single person in this program. No, see, I, Irene doesn't... Irene will open Go. She'll play Go. She'll catch certain Pokemon. If it's like an Oshawott, a Benary, you know, she's all about catching those or tapping on those. But if it's like a Barboach, even if she doesn't have it for the decks, she's like, I'm not catching that. I, I have no... like. <laughs> I mean, selective. She yeah. makes choices. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of making choices, making choices, uh, Tynamo, Mega Manetric, and Therian form Thunderous are coming in the first ever electric. How is this the first ever electric type themed event? Okay, they, didn't they haven't had an electric type themed event before. That's how. Isn't every Pikachu with a hat an electric type theme event? I mean, not if it doesn't include Tynamo, one of Will Anderson's <laughs> favorite Pokemon. Uh, this will be from March 16th to March t Tuesday, March 16th to Monday, March 22nd. Electric-type Pokemon featuring Alolan Geodude, Voltorb, Electric, Stunfisk, and more appearing in the wild. Tynamo making its Pokemon Go debut. The following Electric-type Pokemon will be hatching from 5k eggs. Pichu, Elekid, Electric, 
Shinx, Joltik, Tynamo, and Stunfisk. Event type research will get you Pokeballs, Ampharos, Mega Energy, Manetric Mega Energy, and encounters with more Electro-type Pokemon. Timed research is available. Uh, the following Pokemon will be in raids. Your Voltorbs, your Shinx, Blitzel, Clink, and Tynamo in one-star raids. Alolan Raichu, Alolan Graveler, Magneton, Ampharos in three-star raids, and Therian Form, Thunderous will appear the first time in five-star raids. Mega Evolved Manetric, also known as Mega Manetric. Wow, what a weird sentence. They probably have to do that. Mega Evolved Manetric, all, all otherwise known as Mega Manetric. Got a TMR, get that branding copyright. We'll be making its Pokemon get debut in Mega Raids. Mega Houndoom, Mega Abomasnow will <laughs> also be appearing in Mega Raids at this time. And there's a bonus... Your bonus is you will have a higher chance of receiving evolution items when opening gifts during this period. Evolution items? Oh, is that like King's Rock? Sinnoh stones and Sinnoh upgrades. Unova stones. Dragon scales. We need more stones in this game. You know what this game is lacking? Stone. Stones. I really love having 20 dragon scales to evolve just Cedra. <laughs> am I, am I, am I going to find... Uh, Tynamo in the wild, or do I have to do it in raids? It does say Tynamo will be appearing in the wild. Yes. Okay, good. But let's be real. You're probably going to have to raid for it. Yeah, you're going to have to raid for it. (sighs) That's not fair. Uh, Appearing in the wild, uh, keep your eye out for Tynamo, meaning this is not going to be there. (laughs) Keep an eye out for the raids that are going to have it in it. Better stock up on incubators. That's all you're going to find. I also only have 14 Blitzel candy, so this is going to be a good time. Zeb Striker. It's Zeb Striking. Sure. (laughs) I I didn't see anyone talk about this. This is off uh, Pokemon Go Live as well. Great East Japan Earthquake on the 10th Memorial Day. Uh, Trainers, Niantic's mission is to inspire people to explore the world together. Do you like exploring the world? Hopefully that will be a possibility by the end of this year. Together. <laughs> Together I can take or leave. Exploring the world, though. <laughs> Over the past few years, we have provided opportunities for people to visit the to- Tohoku? Tohoku region through Ingress and Pokemon Go. Hey, spoiler, they do do Ingress events. Now, in re- remembrance of the Great East Japan earthquake 10 years ago, we are recreating the rediscovery memories and local business of the Tohoku program uh, with local government and institutes of Awate uh, and then a bunch of other Japanese cities I will try not to butcher here. Miyagi and Fukushima prefectures. This program will benefit 100 stone owner, stone, store owners in each prefecture uh, for six months at no charge and encourage the local communities to explore their hometowns and support businesses there. Prefecture. Pre- prefecture? Prefecture. Yeah. Okay. There's no I in there. Wasn't, you know, pre prefixture it's probably not actually a word. Correct. <laughs> Maybe not. It could be. No. No. I mean, what do you don't. call the hole you break in the wall before you put the fixture in? That's a that's a pre <laughs> pre fixture. A pre fixture. You are now becoming like the person who will remain nameless who said to me that the Star Wars character's name was C, what did he said? C3PO. Yeah. And I was like, 
you are d- d- a, a, a crime. <laughs> that is the emphasis on the wrong syllable. His name is C3PO. C3PO. C-P-3-O? Oh, no, I see. go away. Go away. <laughs> go away. You're even worse. Do not do not get me started on Star Wars. Cause... I'm going to call the Little Mermaid is bitch it lady and have her it... steal C-3PO. C-3PO. Is that correct, Greg? Yes. Yes, it's C-3PO. Wait, I am just as Star Wars as Greg. <laughs> If only two years off, I was there for the premiere. Yeah, but it's more my brand than yours. Your brand True. is skateboarding and looking cool. Ron my brand is nerdy Star Wars crap. Looking cool is a bit debatable. Uh, this this uh, press release is, is pretty long, but it is it is cool. It is cool that Niantic is um, supporting. So basically, this is so March 11th, what I believe is the anniversary of the big earthquake. And uh, was that also the tsunami? Wave. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they go hand in hand. We raised money for that back in the day. That was like our first charity on the podcast we ever did. I think we, I mean, we were pretty small. We raised like a hundred bucks, but still better than zero. But so the, the intent is to get people to like visit the downtowns of the areas that were affected a decade ago. Is that like, yeah. Yeah. What the goal of the program is. Okay. I will book my flight now. Pokemon <laughs> yeah, Go, a, you have inspired me. I need to get a passport. Oh, dagnabbit. Yeah, it's my application still sitting there on the floor. I know. <laughs> I have the one that lets me get into Mexico and Canada. That's part of my new driver's license, but I don't Such think that's going to get me to Japan. a Minnesota thing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that on the East Coast. Don't, don't tell them about it. Final bit of Pokemon Go news here is Pokemon Go now shows possible content of its loot box style eggs. Uh, I think this is also... Uh, did this go live for everyone? I remember it was like a slow rollout. I know Australia got it first. Of course they did. I, need... I haven't looked. So if I look at my la- egg, it's supposed to tell me what could be in there? Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. I, I hatch eggs every day. What are you talking about? This is a get around gambling, on... isn't it? Yeah, mine's not live yet. I got, I got nothing for, for my eggs here. I mean, I actually have to like pay attention to what's going on in the game. No, no, you don't have to. Um, so when you tap on an egg, it says clicking on an egg. Tap on an egg. Uh, it will show the table of contents, which differ between egg types and regularly change as the game cycles through uh, specific Pokemon. How likely you are in the position of five rarities, level one, that uh, by having one egg symbol appears to be the most common, and then oh. five being the most rare. We'll have so if a Pokemon has five eggs, that means it's the most rare. No probability listed. No suggestions on how much rarer one is, but you at least see what could possibly be in the egg. So in the example here, it has a uh, one egg is a Geodude, and then the two eggs. So these are slightly more rare than Geodude would be Meowth, Stunfisk, uh, Sandshrew, Diglett, Mea- the other Meowth, uh, Grimer, Farfetch, and then Ponyta, and then. Alolan Vulpix would be more rare than that, and then Alol- oh, so what? One's Meowth and the other Meowth. One is Alolan Vulpix. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Galarian Zigzagoon is four out of five, which means it's more rare than those. And then the the rarest one here, I can't. What is in this picture? What is it? Oh, five out of five would be the Galarian Daramaka, which is the ice type one. Okay, we have to talk about this. So I have. Yeah, I don't have uh, this at all in my game. I have... I don't, I don't have it, but I do have a Galarian Daramaka. Hold on. I have six eggs that are from Minnesota that when I click on them, don't have it. 
I have one 7K egg that I got from a gift in New York. Oh, it's it probably New your newer eggs have it. And that one has it. No, it can't be because I got this New York egg is older. Oh, yeah, because I haven't hatched an egg in like the last week. Yeah, I have a March 8th, 2021 from Royal Palm Beach. Wow, that sounds like a fancy place. Royal Palm Beach, Florida, and it doesn't have it. No, but this this one is from March, and the other ones are from February. So, <laughs> isn't, it, isn't a- it amazing place names? I have one from from Royal Palm Beach, Florida, and I'm like, wow, what an incredibly fancy, incredible place that must be. And then the next one right next to it is from South Elgin, Illinois, and that just <laughs> sounds like where the like the sewage treatment plant is. I mean, I Elgin a- is not a great area. I have one from Canada. That's that has to be fancy. It's probably a Stantler, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of Team Rocket but do you have eggs. Any egg- so it, it must be March eggs that are showing them and not... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, none of my eggs from Royal it. Palm Beach is from March, so... Yeah, he huh. said, they said Mar- March eggs. March. But I, that it doesn't have it. Oh, That's what oh I'm saying. I see what you're saying. But mine does. Weird. Uh, Niantic okay. tweeted on March 11th saying, Trainers were excited to share that we're testing where a limited number of trainers will be able to see Pokemon hatch in their inventory. Trainers will be able to test by tapping on an egg to see the list of possible Pokemon in rarity. Please note, uh, this will not show if Pokemon may be shiny. I like how they had to include that, because I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure people were asking. Yeah, this is, this is fine. There's, like, this uh, Pokemon Go is, like, the last Pokemon mobile game to reveal odds. Because Pokemon Duel had odds, and Pokemon Masters has, like, you can tap on it. You can see Leon is a 1%, or... Um, you know, Elisa or Elisa is like a 2%. So Pokemon Masters is very much, very forward about the odds. But Pokemon Masters is also a loot-based game. Yeah. I do think the eggs are also loot-based, but you could make the argument, which I'm sure is the argument Niantic makes. I'm not saying it's a good argument, but it is an argument where the egg is already determined once you get it. You're not rolling for anything else. You're just using a key, which is the incubator, to open it, which I think is what Counter Strike does. I think you use you buy keys to open boxes. What is Counter Strike? Yeah, it's like the Call of Duty, but for good people. <laughs> oh, so I'm a bad people <laughs> yeah, now? A, I don't know. I've never we played Counter Strike. It's not. the show. It's not. It's like it's no Valorant. I mean, that's a real. It's a real weak, but sure. I mean, I, do, mean I, I don't think it holds up once the UK does something, but I don't know if this. Because the the whole reason that loot boxes need to be disclosed now is because of UK laws, not US laws. Well, and I'm I'm sure there's somebody out there who could make the argument that I have to pay for incubators to hatch these eggs, so you have to tell me what the chances are right. of getting a good one, so I don't waste my paid for incubators on not good chances eggs. It's like transition of fungibility of the money. I'm just curious if this egg system of, like, the five to one is good enough for what the UK law is asking for. I mean, that's odds. I mean, it's odds. Yeah, but we don't know how, like, what, what does five out of five mean for Darmaka? We don't know if that's a one percent, two percent. I'm sure that's published somewhere. <laughs> it's hidden in the terms and conditions that nobody reads. Yeah. Last thing uh, before we take a break here is I wanted to give a TCG update. The McDonald's Pikachu card. (laughs) 
Uh, it's worth $5 million now? No. Um, so when it initially came out, it was worth about $80. I was watching a couple auctions before the start of stream. This one ended literally 15 minutes ago. Uh, and it, the winning bid was $40 with free shipping. Um, so it looks like it's, it's dropped in price by half. I don't know at this point, because I haven't been to a McDonald's in a while. Spoiler. I don't know if... Does McDonald's still have these cards? <laughs> I don't know. You're literally asking the wrong person. Yeah, I don't know if... Um, I, now, supplies are limited. Yeah, I mean, once they run out, they run out. But I'm curious if, because they were restricting, you must buy a Happy Meal to get a card. Well, depending on your McDonald's, because every McDonald's is different. I wonder if that kept more in stock and if now they're at a point where they just don't care anymore of like, okay, we don't have scalpers driving up every day. So if you want some Happy Meals, here's some Happy Meals. I should test that. I should go to McDonald's this week and see if I can. So from what I had understood from the internet, and I am very <laughs> oh much a, a cursory observer of the internet, I am, I am not wholeheartedly invested in that particular technology. I had heard that people have moved on from Happy Meals to cereal boxes. Yes, they've been tearing open cereal boxes <laughs> left and right. What, that, is that? what? What? What a great transition, Will. This is off Pokemon.com. Three card Pokemon TCG booster box booster packs in General Mills cereal boxes. Go cuckoo for the Pokemon TCG cards with General Mills for a limited time. Greg, do you know somebody who's over there at, at General Mills? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I'm going to have to check to see who's still there, because, you know. If you are looking for an excuse to eat delicious cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, I'm reading this off yes. Pokemon.com. Yes, I am. The Pokemon trading card game is dishing... Whew, okay. There's a lot happening. <laughs> There's a lot happening. In the, somebody who wrote this had paragraph. the time of their life. Uh, the Pokemon trading card game is dishing up the perfect opportunity. For limited time, select General Mills cereals, including Golden Grams, Tricks, Cocoa Puffs, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Lucky Charms. We'll have a special three-card Pokemon TCG booster pack. Each pack will contain one foil Pikachu card and two additional cards. In total, there are 14 unique collectible cards. Although the Galarian Pony... The, oh, I didn't know this. This is the breaking news here. Boop, 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 <laughs> Breaking news. The Galarian Ponyta card will only be available in family-sized cereal boxes at Walmart. Oh, a version Whoa. exclusive. The mouth this mouth-watering opportunity is to celebrate 25 years of Pokemon while eating your favorite cereal, and it's only available for a limited time. I don't want to go to Walmart. All right. Nobody wants to go to Walmart. That's why it's exclusive there to force you to go to Walmart. Plenty of people have a fine time at Walmart. Let's not be Minneapolis biased here. <laughs> Look, there's a the target. Real, the real concern and now conspiracy that I have uncovered in researching this particular topic, I have gone to the General Mills website mm -hmm. to find out what are the General Mills cereals, especially because I wanted to find out if Cocoa Puffs because they did use the Go Cuckoo for blah, blah, blah. They did say that, yeah. Okay. So, they have a list of the cereals that they produce. Mm-hmm. It does not include Cocoa Puffs. It does not include <laughs> Reese's Puffs. 
But it does include a cereal I've never heard of called Cascadian Farm. Where are you looking? Do you know Generalmills.com. <laughs> Do you know what's weird is they they released a Pokemon cereal. It just says Pokemon in big letters. It's a red box. There's Pikachu on it. And then in very small font, it's called like Berry Burst, I think. So the cereal is called Berry Burst or something like that. Berry Explosion. I don't know. But there's no cards in that. It's just well, it's not a General Mills cereal. Yeah, but they put a cereal on shelf. I bought said cereal. I have not tried it yet. It looks like Captain Crunch, but with marshmallows. <gasps> it looks like Oops All Berries Wait, with marshmallows. This is so confusing. This is such a... We're looking at... What, is, what are we looking at? I'm just... I'm doing the deep research, man. I'm going, I'm going in. <laughs> I'm on the dark net. So I, I wanted the Pikachu card. So, and, and look, that article was very flavorful. There was a lot. There was a lot of buzzwords. The Pokemon cereal is a General Mills cereal. Pokemon Berry Bolt is Berry Bolt. Why? What? What are they doing? There's no cards in the Berry Bolt. But I there's know. a Pikachu on the cover. Yeah, I have an actual serious question here. Oh gosh. People collect a lot of Pokemon things. People collect, yes. you know, sure. everything. Star Wars, Barbie, yes. Beanie Babies. Yep. In a situation. Mm-hmm. Like this, if I'm a Pokemon collector and I bought Barry Bolt, what like that's probably not good to leave food in cardboard for twenty some years. It's in a plastic bag in in the cardboard cardboard box. Yeah, but what if you have like what if you live in New York? What if you live in New York and you have like rats? The rats will figure it out. Yes, plastic. Only rats, New York, rats only live in New York, correct. Yes, one, There's rats not a single in rat in Milwaukee. Two? True. Two, Pikachu is a mouse on the cover. Rats would find the cereal, eat through the cardboard, and they'd eat through the plastic. See, no, they'd see the huge electric mouse and be yeah, scared be like, away. Uh, heck no. I'm, gonna I'm, not, like, I'm not messing with that dude's berry bolts. Mm-mm-mm. Do you, uh, look, how, okay, okay, the, the question I'm asking is, how do we get a PSA 10 Pikachu box, do we put it in, do we send it to PSA? Do they put it in like a... a... You No, you put it in a plexiglass yeah. container. This is not the first time people have collected cereal boxes. Truly not. There Truly was not. a limited amount of Ghostbusters cereal back in the day okay. that people have put into cla- plastic containers and kept forever. There's a number of limited editions. You probably you probably don't want to keep it outside of a container because no, because it will rot. It'll go bad, and it's cardboard. If you get a little damp, a little moisture. Although I have watched people eat thirty-year-old cereal on YouTube that they bought. Don't do it. Don't do it. But here's okay. I have so many questions now. Number one, Mister Surumi. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I am a collector uh-huh. and i'm saying like I, I i am emphasizing that i am a collector of items <laughs> the audio version of the show there's a lot of the finger things yes i why i i i make an effort to preserve the items that i am collecting in the manner in which they need to be preserved so if i'm collecting cereal in boxes i'm not going to leave it someplace where it's going to get wet <laughs> basic yeah okay this is another question i have here because you're just not understanding the concept of like no i uh, am i'm just thinking of like the new day cereal the wrestlers the new day they put out which you put in a plexiglass container and keep in your right now i think i think they're in a cardboard box in my basement 
Which is probably not good. Like, if there's anywhere... No, down in no, the basement, basement is the last that's place where for they collecting come in. things. That's where the rats they come in. You don't live down there. You know, I think that's of the rat... That's where the chuds come in. I think of the rat situation because of... Oh, gosh, this podcast is off the rails. Okay, so uh, along... Uh, I'm gonna... Oh, trust me. I still have some more questions. Okay, okay. So I think of the rat situation because it was... In Wisconsin, we get snow. This might be yes. uh, unusual to people who don't live in the north part of the United States. We get snow. We got a lot of snow, and uh, behind me are some low-income apartments. You know, those pe- the people there are very nice. I, I know most of them that live there, uh, but they don't really have like an apartment manager, low income. It's like some dude who comes by like once a month to collect rent and to like mow the grass, right? Yeah. So during the winter, they the guy who's supposed to look after this property, he like brought Groundskeeper. his he brought his truck through to plow the alley and to plow the parking lot. But he didn't shovel out the garbage cans. So when the garbage men would come once a week, because there was not an easy way to get to the the garbage bins, they didn't pick up the garbage. And this happened for five weeks in a row of not picking up garbage. And then eventually, about a week and a half ago, Wisconsin got up to 50 degrees for like three days in a row. So... He didn't have to shovel because the snow melted. And then you saw the glorious... <laughs> leftovers of what was happened and then the garbage bin eventually picked up the garbage but once it got super nice out and all the snow went away and when you pull out of the alley at 2 a.m you go oh there's a lot of rats over there oh they just came on vacation from new york yeah, they, they were like finally yeah. it's our yeah, time yeah, yeah, well, yeah. i'm surprised i'm surprised they the raccoons didn't go first i think the rats at this point are bigger than the raccoons nah they work together. <laughs> mm, true. They sort through the things. Yeah. Okay. Stop. I have put in chat the Amazon.com listing for a cereal box container. Oh, I might buy You this. can put your cereal you box You need it. In. You need it. $32? You also... I don't, for a I don't thing like... that will pay for your children's college? I want it. Okay. It's worth I'm, it. I'm, look, I'm looking at the cereal box holder for... Sports memorable display case. I would like a a a, a box, a gl- or plexiglass glass box, whatever. That is like f- perfect fit. That is very satisfying. You don't want any like wobble. Like when you're collecting like a okay. Nintendo sixty four game, you would want that plastic to like fit perfectly over it. You don't want it to. I shake. mean, there are multiple options listed up at the top. Okay. I just Once chose again, one. In your curatorship of your fine collection, <laughs> yeah, where d- d- spend the five dollars on the "do not touch" sign, so people aren't <laughs> yeah. picking things up, shaking them, and causing them to walk. The other dilemma is: Do I really care about collecting <laughs> cereal? Are okay, you a okay. collector or okay. are you a collector? Back to, back to the cereal. Are you I- in the collecting life or are you a Poser. Well, and there's also the set of people who collect Pokemon items and the set of people who collect cereals, and this is where they intersect. But I, I, I have to get back to this. Greg. Yes. Y- you have a sibling. I do. You existed in the 70s, much like I yes. did. Yep. So for, for, the, for the youth of our nation, it's, it's Greg and Will education time. Mm-hmm. There have been, I would say, three phases of... Prizes is the word we will use. Prizes in cereal. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, in the 70s, the prize used to actually be in the cereal. The prize could choke you. 
Yes. But it was something plastic that was, was in the box of cereal. That was usually at the bottom of the actual pack of cereal. Well, and okay. not necessarily in its own plastic, yes. True. Policy, what, what was the policy in your home? In my home, the policy was the child whose bowl of cereal the prize fell into is the one who got the prize. I don't know that we had an official policy that I okay. can remember. I think it was just a free-form fight. We used just to beat on each other, and I almost always lost. But, Second- there, but usually it was something that my brother didn't want, so I almost always got it. There you go. Second phase of prizes in cereal history. They stopped putting the prizes in the boxes of cereal because too many people choked on them. You had to send in, cut off the top yeah. of the cereal box, send it in. Five to six weeks later, you'd get something in the mail. This was the true end of prizes Yeah, that was cereal. the worst. That we are now to modern times because supposedly Steve obtained Pokemon cards in a box of cereal. I bought the tricks. That's all they had at Target. They didn't have the Golden Grams. They didn't have... Well, I gotta go back to this article. What were the... Mr. Surumi... They, okay. Tricks are for kids. Oh, Point uh, you, of order, Mr. Surumi. <laughs> you better Tricks are for children, and you are not, according to your driver's license, a child. Explain yourself. Tricks are for kids. How you are taking cereal from these poor children. I have taken the McDonald's cereal cards from that these is kids. I have taken the cereal designed for only kids' nutritional requirements. <laughs> <laughs> they have Golden Grams, Tricks, Cocoa Puffs, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Lucky Charms. I well, probably would have got the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Really? Golden that's Grams the, and Cinnamon bad. Toast Crunch are bad cereals. They're bad. Okay, bad. okay, all right. We need okay, to rate these cereals. The only two that are good. But wait, 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 wait. Before answer charms. me this question: <laughs> How were the cards deployed in the box of cereal? I were have, they floating? I haven't opened amongst... it yet. I haven't opened it yet. Oh. Oh, you're waiting for an unboxing video. Nice. Schrodinger's cereal. I think think in the 90s, they started putting them outside of the cereal, but it's still in the box. Outside of the cereal, the plastic, but in between the cardboard. Yeah. Less of a choking. I think so. Which is how people are ripping open boxes in the actual stores and going in and taking the cards out and still leaving a product that you could technically buy. Horrible. Horrible. But nobody's going to touch that box because we don't know if you injected acid into the plastic through a syringe and are designed are ready to kill us all. You know, if now that the, now that these shows are on thing, now that these shows are on YouTube, I think of certain words you guys say, <laughs> and then I think, oh, we're instantly getting demonetized. Oh, you said the wow. word syringe. Oh, it's done for now. <laughs> no, I just say that because YouTube has like YouTube's really good at picking up words. In videos, like their algorithm is very good. Anyway, anyways. Well, beep, beep, beep this, YouTube. <laughs> we have Golden Grams, Tricks, Cocoa bad, Puffs, good, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, bad, Lucky Charms. Bad, Lucky bad, Charms good. at the bottom of the list. What? Why? No, 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 no. Lucky Charms Toast is, Crunch is like, is I could have had worst. Cinnamon Toast. I could have made the toast to put the butter in the cinnamon. It would have been and delicious. It would have been much better. Sugar. Okay, the official ruling is Tricks, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, Golden Grams, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. What? Golden Grams are so bottom of the list. I said it was official. I don't even know what Golden... They do not taste like Graham Crackers. They don't taste like anything. 
It's supposed to be like honey on graham crackers, and it's not. It's just bad. There's it's, not a picture here on Pokemon.com. But it is still, still slightly better than Cinnamon Crust Toast Crunch, which is is this like horrific. Did you, is this like a like a early '80s things? Did you guys have like childhood horror of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? That's cereal rock. It tastes it bad. Tastes bad. It tastes like cinnamon flavored cardboard. Tricks. Tricks has flavor. Yes. yes. Well, Tricks had more flavor before they removed the sugar. Well, everything had more flavor before they yeah, removed yeah, the yeah, sugar. Yeah, 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 Once yeah. again, you can go back to what we used to do in the 70s, which was like, it didn't what matter how on... much the sugar <laughs> yeah. the cereal just... came with, you poured, poured, poured a spoonful of sugar on top of your cereal. Mary Poppins told I me to do it. I mixed it in, because I... the milk was obviously too not sugar. <laughs> I don't remember Cocoa Puffs. Did Cocoa Puffs rip up your mouth like Captain Crunch did? No. No. Nothing rips up so. your mouth like Captain Crunch does. Oh, it's Captain Crunch rip, is the original mouth wrecker. I would, Lucky Charms would have been probably my number one or number two, but when they removed the sugar, like the, the marshmallows are good. Like if there was a cereal of just Lucky Charms marshmallows, I'm I'm all in. I'd eat, I'd eat it easy. Oops, all marshmallows. Uh, but the, the oat-based whatever things that they have are so flavorless and so dry nowadays. That it's just if, not If good. the bottom of your cereal bowl isn't a thick sludge of milk and sugar like we used to do <laughs> in the 70s, you 100%. are not eating your cereal correctly. You would get to the bottom and you'd be like stirring the sludge because you got milk sugar to eat. Yeah, I mean, I would do that for like Cheerios because you needed sugar on your oh, Cheerios. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you still do. <laughs> you still do. No, but the, but the marshmallows make up for the fact that the... The other part of Lucky Charms is forgettable. That is just there for texture. Yeah, but other cereals the have there the marshmallows with it. So then you think, well, I'm taking the best part of Lucky Charms. Like the Boltberry, I haven't had it yet, but it has the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Wait, were you the kind of person that would pick out all the marshmallows and leave the actual nutrition in the bowl of Lucky Charms? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're was... a horrible person. You're a horrible person. Oh, when I was like this eight is years old, you ended up the way you are. Yeah. When I was like eight years old, you busted out two bowls, and then you poured the cereal in one, and then you moved the marshmallows to the other bowl, and then when you were done, you poured back the nutrition into the box. Oh, you—that's why you, all of your brothers and sisters hate you. <laughs> I I was doing them a favor by giving them nutrition. I have one more mystery here. Which this has now set me down the path of. I cannot determine from the internet whether Cookie Crisp is still made or not. No, I think uh, it's still made. Because that made. was a good cereal. Uh, nah. Can, oh, count, like the, see, okay, are you... Well, you, would, the, you would literally eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch yeah, over the, Cookie Crisp? Let me tell you the best cereal. I mean, Cookie Crisp is still made by General Mills. Uh, this is the best cereal. And Supposedly, if you guys, if, but if you guys disagree, they don't have a website for we'll, it. We'll have to permanently end the show. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. The best cereal is Count Chocula. What? I don't like mm. chocolate. Oh, my gosh. No, Booberry's the best. Booberry's pretty good, too. Yeah, but, but you can nothing, only get that at certain times of the year. That's because it's topped, not good. Nothing topped Fruit Brute. Fruit Brute was the best. I got to go to Walmart. Yet, I discontinued. <sighs> How much is this pony talk card on eBay? I don't want to go to Walmart. Plus, you need four of them. Because <laughs> I'm running a pony Todd deck. Yeah. So, like, you, okay. So, here's the thing. It's like, you can't buy Cookie Crisp in a store. 
you can only order it online. It's like a boutique cereal now. Yeah. That they have to like special make for you when you order it. That sounds nice. That was fancy. I miss Yummy Mummy, too. Fruit Fruit and Yummy Mummy were so good. You think if the I... cereal was sitting on your front porch in a box, the rats would get it? Yes. No. So. <laughs> How long is it out there for? Rat, rats and mice don't like things that are new. It needs to have been there for a while so that they assume that nobody's going to touch it. because they're, oh, they're very polite. That's right. They're they very wait, skittish. And they're like, no, well, they're, it's polite. It's like, I will, I will let everyone else have an opportunity <laughs> to enjoy this. Oh, oh, nobody else is going to have it? Are you sure? This is how okay, I unfortunately learned that one of my Pokemon packages from one of the Pokemon events apparently had a cookie in it that I had forgotten about for roughly 10 years because I found I found the package and the mice were having a grand old time eating that Pokemon cookie. Oh, that's my biggest fear. Mice or rats in the house? Your uh, biggest I mean, fear? You have no, mice my- in your house right now. Maybe. Everybody does. Whether or not they come into your home is to search for food. I mean, you have three cats. So maybe not. Y- you may never see them. I have two dogs who love to hunt mice, uh, and they're very bad at it. Hmm. Well, speaking of being bad, uh, let's take a break. <laughs> nice. And when we come Thanks. back, we will talk a little bit more about Pokemon news. Perspective and analysis of the entire bibliography of Great Bradbury. Right, 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 correct. correct. Yes. yes. Great Bradbury. Great Bradbury. Great Bradbury. Right, right, correct. correct. Who? Who? Great Bradbury, dude. science fiction author but like more of like a literary science fiction author i think he also did the martian chronicles i'm pretty sure yeah yeah and we are back uh we don't have a lot of news here uh but the First bit of news we have is Korean news. We actually don't know a lot about it, but there was uh, there was an event in Japan called the Phantom Challenge, and the Phantom Challenge allowed you to get a Genesect, a Volcanion, and a Marshadow in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, and it was the way you would get that is by going to like Seven Eleven in Japan and buying stuff, or going to the Pokemon Center and buying stuff. I think there were some other stores that participated. But, like, if you bought a pack of cards, you would get, like, four points. And if you bought, like, tea, like a tea packet at 7-Eleven, you would get one point. And I think the tea was, like, 80 yen. So that was, like, the cheapest way to get one point. You would go to this website on pokemon.co.jp. You would redeem the points. And then the points would give you Genesect, uh, Volcanion, Marshadow. There was uh, Master Ball. It would give you Safari Ball, um, Sports Ball. Other Apricorn Balls, Dynite Ore, Armorite Ore. I made a whole YouTube video about it on how you can make an account, redeem the points. I also suggested a couple eBay sellers you could go to because, of course, if you didn't have a friend in Japan that was sending you codes, uh, there was some stuff you could import to get the codes as well. Like, you could import Shiny Star V. Shiny Star V packs would have the codes, so you could get both cards and codes. 
anyways, that video is on YouTube. The Phantom Challenge in Japan goes until April 30th, so you still have time if you want to get those Pokemon. But the Phantom Challenge is coming to Korea now. Uh, they said coming soon, so there's not an actual start date, but it, it is the same Genesect, Volcanion, Marshadow. I don't know if this Phantom Challenge event will come to the United States. <laughs> if it does, mm. it would probably not be go to 7-Eleven and buy something for points. We've never really had that sort of system. At least the Marshadow and the, the Volcanion are pretty sought after Pokemon. Genesect, not so much because Genesect was in Pokemon Go for a very long time. It came back quite frequently. You can catch as many Genesect as you want for a low, low price of $1 a raid pass, and then you could transfer those into your Pokemon home. Uh, but Volcanion and Marshadow, not so much. I would expect maybe this coming week or next week they'll reveal mo- more details for the Korean event. Also, I just didn't know that PokemonKorea.co.kr is just a whole website. They got their own Pokemon Center. <laughs> they got like... they got... wouldn't it be? Yeah I, yeah, I guess, you know, I just don't really think of think of it. They're up to date with Pokemon news. They got the TCG Pokemon Go cross news on their website. They got the Zerude movie. They're they're doing their own thing. Do they have a release date for the Zerude movie in Korea? No, they don't. Not that I know of it. Well, I mean, also, I'm not very good at reading Korean. <laughs> I tried to learn. They just, on the website, it just says 2021, so. Hmm. That's this year. Still don't know when we're getting the Zerud movie. Technically, they have about nine and a half months left. <laughs> Some other news off Pokemon Center is that uh, they released a... Gosh, it's already sold out. Uh, they released <laughs> a $250 Charizard figure. It's mm. Charizard Rising Flames figure by first four figures. It was a pre-order is a very big statue it looks like you need two hands to hold it and it i believe so it's coming in november you pre-ordered it on the website it's 12 inches tall has an eight and a half inch base it will light up by uh and be powered by usb and there's a little button to light it up it's made by the company who makes it is first four figures i don't know what else they make never heard of them before but this was not the, I mean, like, what was how what was that Skyla statue was like what one thirty and it didn't sell out that quick. I don't think it sold out I, at all because Skyla is not Charizard. Yeah, I mean that's really what the, where the conversation was leaning. I mean, as much as <laughs> as much as there are are vocal people that dislike Charizard, there are way too many people that love Charizard that just they don't care. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this statue is. Not good. No. And you know what's funny is like I'm sure it's sold out with a bunch of people who are gonna put it on eBay and they don't understand the rule of like real collectibles that people go wild for are usually the ones that are easily portable, not something that weighs ten pounds and you'd have to hold <laughs> in two hands. Uh, yeah, I guess like the skateboards did pretty well resell wise. Once again, very lightweight, easy to carry around. You, th- you think a skateboard you don't weighs even have less? To carry it. You can ride it around. <laughs> Proves you're a shredder. I'm trying to see if there's any. Uh, I found the end figure. The end figure was sold out. I'm pretty sure that was one. Pretty sure that was one thirty when it was up. Here's the Skyla one. Skyla out of stock, but it was in stock for quite a while. 
They don't have any other big statues here we can compare this Charizard to. They have this uh, Nendroid, the Nendroid Trainer Red Champion version, still in oh, stock. I remember that. Hundred oh, bucks. There you go. I'm not Here's big. Here's the real question on the Nendroid stuff. Do I buy this Celebration Reversible jacket? No, it's no. really bad. No. If there's anything from the Celebration stuff that's like decent, it's that Power A case for twenty bucks. It's under new releases. It's like right next to the Charizard. That jacket is awful. Are you kidding me, Greg? It's that jacket that would go like when you walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love those. Though. Yeah. That's called a windbreaker, sir. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want that. I mean, here's the thing. I say this knowing that you can wear windbreakers for exactly one week out of the year <laughs> in Minnesota. It is an event only situation now this this is way too flashy yeah yeah you, you should have got that you would literally jacket. wear it on like the the i would wear it on community days you know but, i would but you would also only ever wear it where it's like the black side with the little pikachu 25 on the breastplate no nah. you would never wear the silver and black with the huge pikachu you clearly tail. don't you clearly don't know how i wear things <laughs> yeah you gotta. I, I when I say you, I mean me. Yeah, I would wear the shiny. Off you gotta the side. get the Pokemon Celebration gray fitted tank top, so you can show your guns. Ooh, I do like tank Ooh. tops. My guns have been suffering lately. My guns are terrible right now. Oh, I don't like the thing on the front though. It's the Pikachu face. Yeah, I just, it's too big. Too big. <laughs> I mean, I like this model though. It's too big. Too big of a design on a tank top. Yeah, I couldn't wear that at the gym. It's gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna. There are too many questions that are coming out of that. The smaller one, you know, people can look at it and just sort of nod while they're flexing in the mirror, and you can nod back. Okay, here's the here's the next question: Do we buy the Pokemon Celebration Express Electric Model Train? It's no. a Lionel train, though. <laughs> no. I mean, Lionel trains are normally three hundred, four hundred dollars. Yeah, because they are quality. I feel like I need. I feel like in order to own a train like that, I need a living room so big or, uh, you know, when you walk into somebody's house and they just have a bunch of empty space because it's like the foyer and then they have like this grand sca- staircase going up and then you can see like oh, all just the, like my house. Yeah, the fancy rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, like I need a space like that. No, you, what you need is a house with a mostly finished basement and you take one of those rooms and that is your Pokemon collectible room. You have the train in the center, you have your cereal boxes on one walls, you have your plushies on the others, and when you bring somebody down and you have the door shut, you say are you ready to see something special? And then you throw open the door and they faint uh, from excitement. Yes, that is how you do it. I think maybe train collectors are worse than Pokemon collectors. They got to pay like $150 for like a little model tree to sit next to their train. I mean, it depends <laughs> on how you define worse than. Yeah. But... I think it's a way more expensive hobby. Oh, it's a way more expensive hobby. Like hands sure. down, like people who collect model trains, they're, they're, their wallets but are they crying. Are, they are building entire models of their hometowns piece by piece. They are taking pictures of you at night so they can model your likeness <laughs> in the city. Mm-hmm. They That's are true. they are the most committed of all collectors, and that doesn't come cheap. Yeah, that's probably true. Did you buy the Appleton Plush yet? No, it sold out instantly. Unless it's back in stock. 
that was stuck. Oh, okay. Oh, you got me excited for me. I was like, I'll buy it right now on air <laughs> if it's in stock. <laughs> oh, we got we got a little time this week to do uh to to do a couple questions of the week. So we're gonna jump over to our addict channel from our Slack community from Patreon. Addict from the Slack, Slack from the Patreon. Uh, this is from Brand. Oh, sorry, Greg. <laughs> Greg, question of the week, Greg. <laughs> I mean, we could just go into it. It's fine. No, 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 no. It's not fine. All right. I want the question of the week. Yeah. Is that like jazz? Yeah. Sounds a little jazzy. What Pokemon-related fad have you not been able to understand no matter how hard you try? How are we defining fads? Uh, like, I, like, I mean, I the whole Pokemon get... thing overall is a fad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still don't get why people are doing this break box thing. Like, you've explained it a lot of times, and I still think it sounds like a pyramid. Ex- mm-hmm, ex- mm-hmm. It is a pyramid so, scheme. Mm-hmm. I don't get it, and I think that's a fad. Mm, uh, mm, true. So I'm going to pick that one so that you two can't use it. Mm. Speaking of the, we, we, Greg and I were talking about this. Yes. Because I wanted to do, this year I, I want to do a couple of charity events. Uh, we, we had a lot of success with the two charity events we did last year. We did the Color for Change. And then we ran, uh, we, so we raised um, money for that. And then we raised money for Starlight. And I was, I, I think break boxes are cool in the concept of how I explained it in my YouTube video of like me and Will decided to go on our break box instead of going to Target and buying packs. We can save money. We go into a break box. Very cool. Uh, and people do like opening Pokemon cards. So I was thinking for some charity events in the future, we could do a break box, but instead of you buying into a pack you're just donating to charity and if you donate to charity i will open a pack in your name and then i will send you the cards and when it's well, done so then you're you're buying the pack no but i'm not getting into the money it's going right to tilt yes yes <laughs> where the, the money's destination does not change that's the, true yeah the money's the destination i receive true. cards from that pack that i sent you money for uh also reminder that we are one year out from the 10-year anniversary of your original mm. Pokemon art show. It hasn't been that 10 was, years. That was 2012, dude. Oh, next year will be 10 years. Yeah. That's what I said. We're one year oh, out one from year. the 10-year anniversary. It's time to start planning <laughs> now. So it's not what those words you're not that making order, those last-minute phone calls mm. to me of, can you call the guy who manages this building because he won't give me the key to get in? And I'm yeah. like, all right, we'll put on Will Anderson business voice. I wouldn't want people to donate the, to charity just to get one booster pack, though. I would want people to donate to charity because they're donating to charity. Well, yes, that's that's how it works. I mean, but they're donating to charity. People donate to charity to get all sorts of things. Anyways, that's like a tried and true fundraising thing. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm saying like, I wouldn't want people to be like, $20 for a pack of cards. You're ripping people off. It's like, no, no, you're, no, no, you're, no, 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 no. You're, you're, uh, once again, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Pokemon Go thing. It's, it applies in all different areas. They're, they're donating to charity so that charities so that they can be part of the experience of mm-hmm. you opening the break box. Yeah, but you could argue that you're giving a 
YouTuber $500 to be part of an experience. I, I, mean, I, could, I could argue a lot of things, buddy. <laughs> you could argue that. But I mean, so I think that it's different. So there's something different when the person's like, I'm just buying it for myself and you can be a part of this. There's Then I'm running something for charity. And as part of this charity event, we're doing something unusual. That is a very different, not selfish sort of, I'm making you pay for my content yeah. to maybe get a good bake. Like it's like somebody who would shave their head for like five thousand yeah. dollars of charity. Like yeah. it costs nothing to shave your head. Boy, right. It's certainly well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not I will never do that. I don't no, don't quote me on that. Uh no, but I think like you could charge a premium price because it is for charity. Like people view rightly so events for charity and associated prices a lot different than this is go this is going straight into my wallet like mm -hmm. those aren't mm -hmm. equal things on the scale mm. so i mean people like there are auctions where it's like you know here's an edible arrangements retail cost is $50 and people will bid on it and it'll hit $200 because they're really using that as an entryway to get into giving to the charity. Like it, a lot of ways makes it easier for a lot of people to say, I can spend a lot of money because I'm still getting a little something out of it. But that, that sort of helps me overcome some resistances I might have about just, I'm just going to give these people a thousand dollars and feel good about myself. Like it, it is just a, an extra way to get, people into the charity because they feel like they're getting a little bit of something out of it yeah 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 whereas a youtuber's break box they're like i'll say your name on who cares <laughs> like why that's yeah i'm paying you a thousand dollars to say my name no thank you hey, you might get I can a go on cameo and have somebody very famous do it for a lot cheaper you know the fad i don't really understand no i do understand it though but i also don't <laughs> What is it? I like there are fan made Pokemon games that are super difficult. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I have just never seen Pokemon as like a hard game. And I, I say that because I, I do understand Pokemon. I've done a lot of raids, Dynamax adventures with people that sometimes don't understand Pokemon as well as but I do. Listen here, Storm Drain. Okay. We are not going down this <laughs> pathway with you. But okay, I just, I, like, if I'm looking here, for a hard game, why would I want to play... My thought okay. process is, if I'm looking for a hard game, why would I want to play a fan-made game that is, doesn't, that, is, that is hard when there are just so, hard games out there so that exist? There are varying quality of fan-made games, and I have played a couple. I've played... The ones that I tend to play are where they have actually altered the Pokemon type a little bit so that they are, like, everybody sort of felt like Luxray should be Electric Dark, so I played a game where they made Luxray Electric Dark and changed the moves. So I wasn't there to play for the difficulty, because the difficulty is negligible, like, you can overlevel everything. Mm -hmm. I, usually, I usually have played those because they have done something... They have created their own unique spin on the actual Pokemon themselves and have altered the game that way. And I would like to experience that. The The difficulty thing is whatever. Like, it, Pokemon's never ever... No 
no turn-based leveling game is ever going to be difficult if you can over-level. Well, I, I will tell... There's actually a flaw in Steve's thinking, a, a fundamental flaw. <laughs> There's a flaw, a flaw that, for the last 32 years. <laughs> no, in, in, in this particular topic, and it's, it's, it's around, you're like, why, if I'm looking for a difficult game, why would I play Pokemon? That's, that's, not, that's not where this is coming from. I will tell you a brief story. My, the first guy that I ever dated, his favorite band was U2. Hmm. To the point that he would literally, still actually to this day, only listen to U2. He has every single U2 album. He's a member of their fan club. He goes and whenever they're on tour, he follows them around the world. Will not listen to another band. Hmm. There are Pokemon fans out there who the only game that they ever want to play is Pokemon. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't want to find another game that could possibly be more <laughs> difficult. They only want to play Pokemon, and if I can get Pokemon difficult flavor, all the better, because I'm just going to play Pokemon, so give it to me in a version that's more challenging for me. It's like, if, I wa- if the difficulty is, I want to lose and suffer over and over, I can just... <laughs> yes. I can just yes. go on ranked ladder, and I can lose and suffer over and over. <laughs> well, it's, like, I mean, so- into the, it's in the game. I mean, there is a different thing. There, there is in certain fan games. You know, I've watched, I have watched many a YouTuber do let's play and randomizers. There is something about a game that you know very, very well. And I watch a friend of the show, Vince. I watch Vince do randomizers uh, for Vince's favorite game. And there's something exciting about not knowing what's going to happen in a game that you know very, very well. There is something exciting about randomizers or a person that has changed the nature or aspects of the parts of the game because there is a sense of I'm going to get a bunch of surprises out of a thing that I already know really well and love and there's a lot of excitement there. It's 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 also why I like a lot of remakes because sometimes they will sneak things in there that mm. are like, oh, they changed this or they did this a little bit different. And those sort of surprises are very exciting to me as well. They're just like I think there's there's a lot of that in in those fan made games that are very appealing. I I do see an appeal to I can't remember that game that Vince plays, um, but the, I've I've seen like Majora's Mask randomizers uh, where they're built in a way where you can still beat it, but you know you get you might do dungeons in a different order, you might get things in a different order. And if you really like that game, I guess I see that appeal. But for me, there's just so many video games out there. And I'm sure yeah. people listening to the show, they probably have like 40 games in their Steam list that they bought on sale that they never played. That No, I just keep buying Bioshock over and over and over The game is Time Spinner. Time Spinner time is spinners. the game. I just, I've never played it. I've watched it a lot. Like if, I, if I had unlimited free time, I feel like I would just want to play other games and get that. Like This is the yeah. first time in... In a really long time where I have sat down and played a different JRPG, I bought Bravely Default 2, and I've been mm, playing through it. That. And the last RPG I played was Persona 5, which was, gosh, what was that, three years ago now? Um, so it, it's very rare that I've, I've played a different RPG that isn't Pokemon, and I play a lot of Pokemon, obviously. <laughs> I play it every day on stream. But when, when I play those games, I just think of how 
dramatically different they are for Pokemon, and I see that more as a plus than going like, oh, I just changed Luxray to Dark-type. Isn't this game zany now? It's like, no, not really. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, this is the same phenomenon. I have at at least seven streaming services that I pay for, and what am I watching again? I've restarted Legend of Korra, because there is something, even though I could watch anything else, I know for a fact that I like this thing. I don't know that I'm investing time and effort and money into something that I don't like. And that's always sort of the risk of going with something new, new, is sometimes you don't want new, new. Sometimes you want comfort and have it changed a little bit. That's fair. That's sometimes fair. you want Sometimes you want the special edition of Star Wars instead of the original version of Star Wars. Sometimes... What?! <laughs> No! <laughs> Sometimes... Nobody ever wants that. Stop with your controversial opinions. <laughs> Sometimes you want the prequels and not the original trilogy. There I mean, they exist in the same time, and I don't think it's a I don't think it's a fair criticism to to say, oh, just play a different game if you want harder, because the impulse to play something that is very comforting and something you know well, but have it have it seem like a fresh new experience is something we do in a lot of other multimedia and we don't rag on people for like, oh, you've watched Parkins, Parks and Recs for the 15th time in a row. We don't look at them and say, why don't you watch The Office? No, there are plenty it's of people that like do that. <laughs> I mean, there are, but they're jerks. <laughs> I mean, I do that to my Twitch chat all the time. They're like, hey, Steve, why don't you watch all these animes? Why? Well, I've only seen like three animes. Why would I watch anything? Is it going to be bre- better than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yeah, probably some not. Some of them are. Uh, no, some of them are better than. Some yeah, of them I are mean, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood does set a high bar, but <laughs> it, it is, is not the one. highest of bars. It is not. It's a pretty high bar in this house. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so. If they released yet another Full Metal Alchemist that was a that was ninety percent the same story because they did this, yes, <laughs> that is like releasing a fan game of Pokemon. You would be tempted to watch the third version of Full Metal Alchemist because you really liked it and you're curious about what they changed. I guess I'm in a position where I'm not ever bored with Pokemon. Like I like like we we literally have a to do list list of i'm not ever bored with pokemon either but sometimes i'm like i what i'm making room on my list to have this experience to see if i like yeah it. yeah i just like i have my ribbon quest i have a nuzlocke i am trying to complete the the pokedex in in black two white two there's like oh good luck with that open shiny hunts how many years have you been trying to complete uh, that gosh, it's been like two years <laughs> like the, i have so many things to do in pokemon that i can't fathom trying to uh, trying to do a fan-made game and a part of that and i'm well aware part of that is like that's not why i come to pokemon right like i i can't i I feel good playing through fire red leaf green because i can move those pokemon up um throughout all the games but i mean one of your main reasons is for collecting yes like for me one of my main reasons is for story so if i can get a story set in a region that I like that feels new or has been changed, that is a draw to me. And if I wanted if I wanted it to be harder, um, I could set those rules on myself. And people do. That's why Nuzlocke exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten better at the game just because of 
learning how to competitive battle. Uh, and I can't take that knowledge of, I have a Dialga that is now electric fairy, because that just throws it all off. That doesn't, like, teach me anything. I mean, it does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I was never fed an it's electric like, fairy it's Pokemon, It's like saying, I, guess. I know how to make a chocolate cake, so therefore learning how to make a lemon chiffon three-layer cake will teach me nothing. <laughs> oh. I already know cake. <laughs> I do like lemon cake. I love lemon cake. It's my favorite. I mean, you're not in, I mean, you're in it for very different reasons. Uh, and that's valid. Like a fan made game for how you enjoy consuming Pokemon means nothing to you. Yeah. 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 Like you are not, you are never going to be a person that is in to playing Pokemon for the reasons why people turn to fan made games. Yeah. And I, I could play Pokemon every day. I mean, I have, I have played Pokemon every day. Um, and I am, I'm still not bored with it. So, I'm, I'm, I would assume that the people that turn to fan made games are bored with the general in and out and, or they're just what you said, which I didn't think about. They don't want to try anything new. Right. Um, I mean, I have turned to fan made games and I will hardly say that I'm bored with Pokemon, but sometimes I've gone to them being like, I want to revisit this and I want it to feel a little bit different and I don't want to erase my current game. So yeah, find a that's way to play my this thing. Is one. like I never want to erase a Pokemon cartridge that I've played through because that's my story. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way with that one. I have been known to buy three and four copies of a game when I'm like, I want to play it again. Like the fact that I can create new profiles on the Switch to start the game over again has been a it's been a life changer. Do you, do you know X and Y is up to fifty bucks now used? Really? Yeah, that game's not good. <laughs> well. <laughs> how much how much is heart gold soul silver with the poke walker with poke walker is a hundred probably actually close wow. to 120 how much is uh platinum is 100 pokemon box going for right now uh, let me eight, see if like i can probably sell it or give it to so? steve oh boy you want to sell your pokemon box to me greg no oh, okay never, never mind <laughs> this is, this is from, you can borrow it <laughs> this is from casey with uh, understanding that people enjoy playing differently, I look. I didn't mean to line up these two questions. They just yeah, you did. Uh, why do people put so much weight in things like Smogon? Uh, this is an unofficial slash fan generated thing, but some people look at it as actual competitive Pokemon when it's clearly not. <sighs> boy, a, oh boy, it's a good question. <laughs> when I first here's the thing. Here's the thing that I cannot knock Smogon for is. They are a group of people that have dissected the math. They have gone through trawled. Like, they do know what they are talking about when they are talking about how Pokemon works, how the moves work. Like, if nothing else, their level of knowledge is very high. And when you have a high knowledge about something, people do look at you like an expert on that thing. That's true. So... You may not like what Smogon does for rule sets. They focus on a very unique aspect of the game. They have focused on what they think better balances the game and makes the game more fun based off of how their users play it. But there is still a benefit from going to a group of people who are very, very knowledgeable in certain aspects of the game and learning from them. 
So by that fact alone, Smogon carries weight because they have a history of being able to do really in-depth analysis and tell you, explain, show you the math of how they got there. That is, that is, has an important place and you can choose to follow them or not, but they are experts. I would say, uh, my way of saying pretty much the same thing that Greg said with a slightly different spin is the, the goal of Smogon and the Smogon tiers is to create a competitive Pokemon environment where there is ba- management of the metagame so that there actually is balance in the way that the game is played so you don't end up like in standard VGC where the top 10 teams were pretty much all the same Pokemon, <laughs> yeah. same stats, same everything. I, I, one or two I, used to have, I used to have this feeling, but I disagree. Um, okay, but no, no. So, so I would say that is the intent of Smogon. The problem that comes out of it are the number of people who then take that to mean that Smogon tears are real Pokemon battling. Because I have literally been at Pokemon, like competitive VGC events where I have had teams and somebody said, well, that's not allowed. And I said, if it wasn't allowed, then the rules that we downloaded onto my 3DS would have stopped me from doing this. Mm-hmm. You just don't understand that Smogon is not VGC. Right. And VGC is its own environment. Yeah, like Smogon has like Sand Attack Band and like Double Team Band, for example. Yeah, and also I will say probably Smogon had more validity Years ago, mm. when TPCI was not doing like right. seasons of VGC and altering what's and actually having band lists, it's like they would update the VGC once a year at most versus once a month, like they do now. Yeah, I, when I when I saw this question, I'm going to go back to the first question. What fan? What Pokemon fad do you not understand? How hard you try? I don't understand people who do competitive single battles. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just do double. Like, doubles is significantly better in so many ways. Oh, no, no. Rotation is significantly better. Rotation forever. So, like, Smogon to me is like the competitive smash scene. They hate fun. They take -hmm. take everything Mm -hmm. out. Because Smogon is very. they, They don't like the randomization either. Like, they don't like. Like like sand attack and double team is like the obvious thing. They they ban sand attack and they ban double team. These are both moves that have counters to use aerial ace. Aerial ace never misses. There there's plenty of moves that get around double team and sand attack. Taunt is another one. Use taunt. But because singles is just bad, it doesn't work as well as it would in a doubles format would um also dynamax like if somebody sand attacked you six times you can just dynamax and you don't miss but like I, it's weird in the sense of i think of other nintendo published games like mario kart i don't there is probably competitive mario kart out there with items off completely i just can't ever imagine doing that so when i Why i, I get wouldn't the, you just play a racing game well, well, that's that's what I think when I watch competitive Smash, and I know there are people that super super love competitive Smash, but why why the like Smash is 
has items dropping and there's things on the map and and people can probably and I'm sure people have gotten really good with the items that exist and with the the maps that change and stuff but like if you don't want any items or any randomizations why aren't you just playing a different fighting game at this yeah, point Yeah this is actually the perfect segue for me to announce my um entry into the world of professional Mortal Kombat Okay all right so I'm going to become a pro Mortal Kombat player. <laughs> but but with gosh, I was watching a streamer the other day and they were doing a um they were doing Smogon standard singles and there was a Toxicroak that got sent out. So the player's best option was to send in a Pukamuku uh because the Toxicroak already swords danced. This was a single battle. And so the player blocked the Toxicroak from switching. And then the Toxicroak drain punched, and then the Pukamuka recovered, and the Toxicroak drain punched, the Pukamuka recovered. And I'm not exaggerating. They, oh, how exciting. They were on turn 54 of their battle <laughs> before one of the, because the Pukamuka couldn't switch out because the Toxicroak did four, three swords dances, which is max, max its physical attack. And the Toxicroak couldn't switch because it was, Blocked, and the Pukumuku couldn't do any damage because uh, it because Toxicroak's dry skin ability didn't let Pukumuku do any damage. So it was literally drain punch, recover, drain punch, recover until both Pokemon ran out of PP, and the 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 streamer still lost. But it was like a hundred turn game. Why That's would the real six D chess? Why right would there. anyone want to do that? Why would you want to spend? 50 plus minutes in a Pokemon match and every singles match is the same. We're going to set up Toxic. We're going to set up some Spikes. We're going to set up some Stealth Rocks. We're going to protect. We're going to protect. We're going to hope that they switch here. We're going to Swords Dance. Okay, we're going to sweep now. Like, Nah, my Cloyster is going to Rapid Spin. <laughs> I mean, there are... It's, it's so painful to not only play... But to watch is also to, painful I mean, for you. you. For there you. are people that really, really like that. Like, who there likes are people, 54 there are people turns who of like to watch, who like to watch and play golf. <laughs> people like to watch and play golf. One of the slowest games out there. You can watch bowling. Uh, yes. You can watch bowling. Yes. In, in, I mean, there are people that enjoy that style of play. There are people who see a different level of skill in that type of play than in doubles. Like, doubles has more practical real world used if you want to go into the VC VGC scene. But there is something amongst a group of people are like, we're doing singles and we're going to come up with this. And they can be marathon matches. They can be quick matches. Like, it is a different skill set that they value. You don't have to value it. Oh, I don't. <laughs> but they do. And we know you don't. Like when I when I'm going I'm going through a Harkold Soul Silver Nuzlocke and uh murdering Pokemon. None of the gym leaders have been hard. And the things that worry me the mo most and the things that I have almost lost my entire team to is any trainer in a double battle. Because they just have so many more options, um, and they they have so much more coverage that, um, like for example, Bugsy was super easy. I just I just used Harden like four times in a row on a Geodude, and then I just rock throw it after I was done setting up. Like 
Bugsy couldn't touch me. Whitney was also super easy. Literally the same strategy. Just harden like twice. Okay, if Miltank stomps or rolls out, it does like one to two damage. And then I just rock throw it. Like every gym leader so far in this Nuzlocke has been a complete pushover. And there was one trainer in Harkold Soul Silver in particular. All, all like I was over leveled. I was 32 when I got to him. Both his Pokemon were 25. He had an Electabuzz and he had a Magmar. And between those two Pokemon, he could one shot anything. <laughs> if if I did a bad switch or if I didn't like target or prioritize and. If he would have knocked out one or two Pokemon, he would have knocked out my whole team. Like, I just think double battles are significantly more interesting and significantly more challenging than than the single format offers. But I get why Pokemon does single format, because it is very easy on a player to understand, this is a fire Pokemon, I have a grass Pokemon, I will switch to a water Pokemon. It is a lot harder to comprehend, they have a fire and an electric, if I switch out a water Pokemon, I can do the fire, but the electric can get me. If I switch in a uh, grass Pokemon, well, that's just a bad switching in all of the game. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. rock ground. Yeah, you need a rock ground. But the What about triple battles, though? Remember yeah, okay, that's battles? where the real magic is. That's the, that's the real. Well, what is our Pokemon of the week? Uh, well, last week's Pokemon of the week, we were doing easy. Um... So I listed off that uh, it's part of a family that includes a whole bunch of different types, but not all of the types. And it <laughs> requires uh, you to be in a specific location for evolution. Um, and then also mentioned that in one episode of the cartoon, Cynthia used one to freeze some river water because Meloetta was sick and she mm. needed a little ice pack. I remember this. Or, it needed an ice pack, and then Oshawott fell in love with Meloetta. That's a great episode. And uh, the only place that you've ever been able to find one of these in the wild to catch it was in Galar. Um, and also they have switched, and somebody debated with me over whether you use a held item, but I believe that's the official term for items that Pokemon can hold, even if they can also just be applied to evolve that Pokemon. Although maybe evolution item i don't know either way you can have a pokemon hold this particular item you don't have to use it to evolve them so that's why i consider it a held item but either way you no longer need to be in a specific location you just apply this item and the pokemon evolves it's chatot chatot does not evolve or not yes, with no. that attitude the diamond <laughs> pole yet. remakes it's evolving into Dynamax Mega Chat. <laughs> wow. Gigantamax Chat. Scream. Scream. Chat. It's Glaceon. Easy mode. It was Glaceon. You are correct. Uh, I officially hate, hate its shiny. shuffle. Hate its shuffle icon. Aw. Uh, do you know? Look, I've made it through the whole episode without saying anything bad about Heart Gold Soul Silver. I need to say something bad about Heart Gold Gold Soul Silver. I mean, it's a bad game, so... Cannot get a Glaceon? You cannot get a Leafeon? You cannot get a Magnezone? You can't get anything in these games without trading two Diamond and Pearl. Correct. Yep. So even though the game restricts you from getting Gen 2 Pokemon until you beat the game, <laughs> there are a few, right? You can get, like, Spinarak and Ladybug and Heracross and stuff, but, like, 
you want like a hound hour, you gotta wait till the end of the game. Even the Pokemon you can catch, like Magnemite or Eevee, you you can't get any of the new Pokemon. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna beat the entire Elite Four with a Magneton because <laughs> I mean, bring back national decks. There's nowhere in the game to evolve it. It's very True. it's it's I, I didn't even think about it. It's just a No ice rock. <laughs> no moss. Stone. But I will yeah. say Getting rid of the icy rock and the mossy rock and the uh, electric. It's the ice rock. Thank you. Not the icy sorry, rock. Sorry, sorry. Ice rock. I think it. Ice rock. Ice I, stone. I think that was a good thing in Galar. Yeah. But, I mean, they got rid of the. I mean, not everywhere had a location, right? Or did this is the first one where the location finally went No, away. Galar is the first first place where Glaceon exists that did not have well, in, a location. In, well, except for the Heart Gold and Soul Silver. So, the, yeah, this is and this is the bad this is what I'm worried about for the remake. If you want to go and get a Glaceon, a Pokémon introduced in Gen 4, you don't get it until like the 7th gym. Like you can't play through no, I tra- transferred in from Pokémon Home. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and this, it was the same for Gen 5. If you wanted a Glaceon, you had to wait till you got to the Snowy Mountain or whatever, which I don't think you could access the whole thing until after the Elite Four because the rock was blocked. Uh, no, no, he, he moved down like Fridays. You had to wait till like a Friday. Yeah. It was like after the sixth gym, but you had to wait till Friday for him to move so you can walk to it. And then in Gen 7, you couldn't get a Glaceon until literally the, the cave before the Elite Four. So are they are they gonna keep the Galar thing? This is why I I get mad at remakes. This is why I don't <laughs> like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire because they went back on the HM thing where I would mm. probably have loved uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire if they just got. Wait, rid no, of the you HM. wouldn't. What do you mean they went back on the HM? There were HMs in X and Y. Yeah, there were, but not as like they really really died down the amount. Okay, you used, and so I, I'm worried about the HMs. I'm worried that they're going to do the rock thing again, which I hope they don't do the rock thing. I mean, they're going to do the rock thing again. Yeah, they're probably going to do the rock thing. I mean, just just dash those hopes now. Now, I I disagree. It's going to be one of the many conveniences uh, that will be <laughs> added in. I'm not even a Glaceon fan, but if somebody really likes Glaceon, it would be nice if they could play through the game with Glaceon. Oh, it's like like every other, honestly, and I, and I would like to see this change for Espeon, Umbreon, and Sylveon. It's like every other evolution uses a rock. Let's have them all just use rocks. Mm-hmm. Stop yep. with this foolishness. Shiny stone for Espeon, dusk stone for Umbreon, or dawn stone for Espeon. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't we, we got a lot of Umbreon. rocks in this game. Literally, none <laughs> of the matters. They could just we pick a rock. They could be like, give it an Orenberry. It's going to evolve into Sylveon. Okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. The rock stuff is not great. True. I mean, it also depends on if they change the map at all, like what becomes available when. Like, it's... Who knows? We will see when we get there, but I guarantee that most likely they are keeping the rock stuff. Mm. And probably AHM stuff. Yeah. What's also stinky is, like, those... Only, only work for, for the EVs. They have no other purpose. Mm-mm. No. Uh. Well, the magnetic field works that's for like not a, three. Does Pokemon. not do anything for EVs. Yeah. I'm talking about the ice stone and the moss stone. Yeah. Um. Did it not work? 
For Frostlass? Nope. No, no, not nope. for Frostlass. Nope. Look, no. I've done my research. Okay. <laughs> I was annoyed. <laughs> the Inky stuff, the Inke stuff still makes sense. Like, you can still, everything so far in Nintendo consoles have had some gyrometer, gyrometer. Gyroscope. Yeah, that's Gyroscope. Thing. What other Pokemon is a pain to evolve? Trade Pokemon still are fine because, like, the trade stuff is Pan still Cham fine. Pancham is a bit of a pain because you have to remember you have to have a dark type. Nah. Pancham. Oh, Pan yeah, that one, but that one, like, unless they suddenly remove dark type Pokemon, that's fine. I find the ones that you that don't do their final evolution until they're at a really high level, those tend to be very frustrating. Because I don't use Pokemon steroids, so I got to battle it out. <laughs> but you like Volcarona. That's like level 99 before it evolves. I know. I know. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> you got to get Hydreigon into like level 270 before it evolves. Exactly. Two of my favorite Pokemon right there that I had to suffer through. Yeah, there, there's the electric field, which does, what, Probopass, Charge a Bug, and then... Magnazone? Magnazone. Magnazone. And then I'm pretty sure they just changed Magnazone and Ooh. Probopass, or sorry, Magnazone and Charge a Bug to just Thunderstone. I'm pretty sure. I've never evolved a Magneton in Sword and Shield. I'm assuming it's a Thunderstone. I know, I know Charge a Bug is for sure Thunderstone, but Probopass isn't in the game at all. Uh, but both Magneton and Charge a Bug are electric-type Pokemon. Probopass is rock steel so yeah i'm assuming well that i would assume that it would use the thunderstone but that would probably be the only non-electric type pokemon to use the thunderstone which i don't think is a big deal but i think they make a pokemon that's four times weak to fighting type which is one of the most common used types in anyone's party that's why you bring a fairy so you put the you put the probopass next to sylveon and then the fighting type pokemon is scared all right And then you protect, and then you hyper the disarming voice or whatever. Would you like a Pokemon for next week? I would. Okay. Some Pokemon live in a universe all their own. Some Pokemon require you to have caught other Pokemon before they will agree to meet you. Some Pokemon had to be obtained through the Dream Radar. Some Pokemon could be encountered in the skies above Hoenn. Some Pokemon could be encountered in the Ultra Space Wilds. Some Pokemon can now be encountered on a Dynamax adventure. Some Pokemon are sometimes immune to normal fighting and ground. Sometimes they are not. Some Pokemon make use of a mostly light-colored, modeled with black and brown globular item that might be given to you apocryphally by the Striaton City gym leaders' alternate forms to swap their attack and defense-based stats. <laughs> What just happened? Starts you want with me to read that C last sentence again? No, you need ends to post it. with an OT. Yes, chat hot requires <laughs> that. No, they, they got to re-listen to that part if they want to re-listen to it. This is a okay. podcast. You can hit the like back 45 seconds. F- 15 seconds. 15 like, seconds. I haven't you listened to this podcast three times. in a year and a half. Uh, all right. Well, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. If you're watching the YouTube version, uh, feel free to let us know which cereal you would have bought for the uh, <laughs> Cinnamon <laughs> Crow, Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, Tricks, or what was the last one? Golden Grams. Golden Grams. No one's Golden picking that one. Grams. That's how you know you're on punishment. Your parents <laughs> buy you golden crayons. No, we, if they, you're on punishment if instead of sugar puffs, they just got regular puffs. 
puffed rice and then you're in trouble. We're still trying to figure out how to make the video version work the best, so please bear with us. I know last week's episode had some audio drift. We're doing a little bit different this week, so we'll see when this goes up, how that goes. It's still very hard to do video. You would think that just turn on the video. It's much easier. No, it doesn't work (laughs) like that. But yeah, it does. You just turn it on. That's all I do. Thank you for anyone who left a review for us in Apple Podcasts. We had like four reviews come through this week. Thank you if you took the time to leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. Appreciate that. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with the HeartGold Soul Silver Nuzlocke, uh, I've been streaming that on twitch.tv slash PKMNCast. When we're all done with that whole thing, it will eventually go up on YouTube. On Monday, I believe we'll be battling the seventh gym leader, so we're, we're making progress. And then uh, if you want to follow on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, all that stuff at PKMNCAST. Uh, if you want to support on Patreon, patreon.com slash PKMNCAST. Uh, Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And more to say. And we are. We are. Jeez. Super effective. Jiminy! <laughs> it's killing me! Super dying over here! Pulling teeth to get the ending out of you. We're super smog on stands, FYI. Smog on forever. A huge thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you would like to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or uh, if you can't remember that, ISE.cash. And you can support the podcast and what we do and join our Slack community for as little as $2 a month. And it supports the show because we don't make any other money besides the Patreon. But a huge shout out to the producers of our Patreon, starting with Kevin, Steven, Brian, Steph, Potato, Brady, Casey, Sean, Bovine, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Courtney, and Catherine. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Spencer and Anthony. Thank you all so much for the support. Thank you for listening. And if you would like to also support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST.